0: Welcome everyone. Uh, Thank you for sharing a portion of your day with us. Uh, My name is Sean Buchanan, obviously. Uh, I want to welcome everybody to the Student Success It's Easiest TLC podcast. This is uh, something that, as you know, that we're very passionate about in education uh, and we really want our kids to be successful. Uh, You know, been speaking about these topics nationwide, Sean Buchanan, uh, Superintendent Gary Public Schools, and uh, also a national keynote speaker. Uh, so hey, if your group needs some inspiration or motivation, feel free to reach out. Would love to connect with your team uh, and, and see ways in which we can move you guys from good to great if that's a, a need for you. Uh, but uh, enough about me on the podcast today. We have a very, very, very special friend of mine. So I want uh, everybody to uh, uh, meet Mr. Romero Longoria, known to me as Junior. Man, what is our origin story, bro? How long have we actually known
1: each other? Well, almost our whole life, probably. I can remember you since we've been little bitty, so uh, it's been a long time, brother. I'm not going to say our age, but we're getting close to knowing each other 40 years. (laughs) It's a
0: podcast, so people won't be able to tell, but... Let me just, (laughs) you guys need to believe me when I tell you that he looks as good as he did when we were babies. He's still got the hairline, (laughs) everything, man, is my guy. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, Mr. Longoria is, uh, kind of tell the people about who you are and what you do, man.
1: Sure. uh, I grew up in a small town in Frederick, Oklahoma. It's a little bitty dot about southwest, pretty close to the Texas border. Um, Mm -hmm. Small community. Uh, I'll be the first to tell you where I'm at right now is not where I thought I'd be. When I was in school, I was not the the guy that wanted to be at school. So I looked for all kinds of ways to get out of school, so to speak. So it's funny because now when I talk to some of my friends and actually some of the teachers, that knew me growing up when I tell them, they're, they're just so proud of me because they're, they're like, what, you're a teacher? What, you a principal? Uh, they can't <laughs> believe it because they knew back in the, back in the 90s, uh, school wasn't my favorite place to be. So um, that's kind of where I grew up, small town. I've always lived in small rural areas. Um, now I'm in Grandfield, Oklahoma, so it's even smaller. Uh, but just to give you a little bit about, about my background, um, my dad always instilled in me a desire to be a a hard worker and be a leader. He always said that son be a leader, take charge. And so um, he said that and instilled that in me and my brother, Uh, just to give you a brief story to help you appreciate how that got started. uh, I remember when I got closer to middle school, I wanted the Nikes, the good shoes. And my dad said, if I'm gonna spend $150 on shoes, son, you are gonna work. And he said, matter of fact, you're you're gonna go to work for yourself. I said, okay. What do you got planning? And so he said, Start a lawn business. And so I remember mm-hmm. here being in, in middle school, uh, starting a lawn business and you know, tag my brother along with it. I said, Hey, you want some good shoes? We got to work for it, dad said. And so we started okay. cutting grass, and uh we actually took off pretty good. In fact, I remember we were getting so many lawns that I told my dad, Hey, put a hitch on that riding mower for me. I need a little trailer. I gotta drag my brother around with this mower and his weed eater. So I ended up getting this little hitch put on a riding mower and there'd be days we'd take off in the summer and we, we'd be gone all day. And uh, we did pretty good. We, we we had a lawn card and we, we would just pass it out. And on that lawn card, it says, uh, you grow it, we'll mow it. And that was our motto. So we just drive around, handing that card out and we did pretty good, man. I was able to buy some school clothes. And matter of fact, I bought my first car just cutting grass.
0: Wow. Let's go.
1: Still got I'm that long card, it, man. man. You grow it, we'll mow it. Let me know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that is fantastic, man. What a story. Wow, you, got, you know, I wanted the Nikes back in the day uh, as well. Uh, but uh, my, my mom just uh, went to Walmart and, and bought some like $5 tennis shoes and got a Sharpie out and drew the little check mark. <laughs> you know, she just drew a check oh, yeah. mark. Uh, I got my head kicked in at school the next day. Thanks a lot, mom. Yeah. I'm all still right. Home <laughs> I
1: feel you. No,
0: that's awesome, man. What a story that is. That kind of gives us a little bit of insight into who Mr. Longoria is. So uh, really, you know, as I said, you know, at the beginning, I mean, we we've known each other forever, but, but uh, seeing what you're doing now down at Grandfield, I mean, I think it's phenomenal, man. So, so let's just talk about that briefly because, you know, it's one of those things like if if you aren't on the Today Show or Good Morning America, nobody may know who you are or what you're accomplishing. Um, but but my gosh, what have you guys accomplished during your time at Um uh,
1: I've been here, this is my 12th year, so I started off as a teacher. And I'll, I'll briefly just go over a couple of things that I felt like I accomplished as a teacher and then we'll hop in as a principal because uh, it's, it's good to see those success in, in both parts of the job so to speak uh, when I got here uh, I know we were coming off of uh, like a focus school where we needed to get our scores up and I remember my superintendent told me my first year as a teacher right out of college uh, she said hey we got to get our scores up there's no option we just got to do it and so I took that challenge it's like my first year in teaching um, I was like you know what I- I'm gonna do this because anything that I've ever done I've been successful and I said I'm gonna do this and so That was my mindset coming in. I said, I'm going to make this goal happen. I'm going to research and see, okay, what can I do to quickly get our numbers up and how can I close these gaps? And so I went into teaching right away and uh, into, I had a math, science, and social studies for fourth, fifth, and sixth. And so uh, that first year, I was disappointed when we got our test results back. It broke my heart because I worked my tail off. And then uh, when we got the results back and my math scores were like 30, 40%, and I was like, man, what happened? And I remember my superintendent sat me down. She said, look, that's growth. Because before that that year, we had two percent, 10%, nothing was over 12%. And so you you doubled and tripled some of those. She said, "Think, you know, take take your time, slow down, buddy. It's good. You got growth. Just wait. Keep putting in the work and you see. And I mm-hmm. took that to heart. Sure enough, in year two, those numbers skyrocketed. And by year three, uh, I was successful almost 100% rate on my math class in fact they moved me to math that's all after that first year they kind of took my other classes away and said hey you know what you're going to do fourth fifth sixth seventh and eighth grade math so I just became the math major in one night so that that next year I just yeah I just took over the math department down here and so they uh, from the elementary level and and by year three and four most of my kids were having 80% to 100% pass rate and 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 those were kids with you know, IP, especially different things going on. And uh, to be able to have that success, you know, it helped me to appreciate that it's a, it's a marathon, not a race when it comes yes, to sir. our students, and when it comes to whether you're a teacher or whether you're principal, you got to take yes. your time and, and, and put in the work because it's not going to change overnight. And that was one lesson I learned my first year as a teacher is to put in the work and and, and let time play and do, and do its thing. And you know, I was successful all those years as a math teacher. My kids kept up that hard, that hard work and that success rate never went down.
0: Beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I can't even spell math.
1: Oh, you <laughs> you sitting
0: here lighting the world on fire. I can't even spell that. I mean, that's beautiful. I love it, man.
1: I love it. I loved it. it too, man. And then, you know, as a principal, I'll just briefly get into that. Uh, some mm-hmm. of the things I've been able to accomplish. Um, I should have said this in my background, but this is my seventh year as a principal. Uh, second as a district Uh, I'm now responsible for pre-k through 12 for the last two years but my first five years as an administrator uh, I was the elementary principal and and I was proud of that because uh, before COVID hit you know the report cards that that we get I was proud of my report card the last one before COVID you know we had a B which shows a lot because uh, we're a title one school 90 90 percent plus poverty level Uh, there's a lot of things going on within uh, small schools that uh, sometimes people uh, don't see uh, because we're so small. We kind of know everything was going on. And so uh, for us to be able to pull off a a B in our port car before COVID uh, to me, that's an accomplishment, not just because of the leadership that I directed the teachers in, but also just the hard work that the teachers put in to get that grade. So that was pretty awesome.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, man. Listen, I'm I'm with you on that. I, um, uh, the report card system being what it is in Oklahoma, it's something that we have to live with, you know, but I think that is indicative of the fact that you all work diligently with your students and you are to be
1: commended. Excellent work. Yeah. And, and, and a couple of things that, that helped accomplish that was uh, some of the things we put into place, especially in the last few years. Um, we, we were able to put a math lab and a reading lab in at the elementary. Uh, Cause you know, as I, as well as I do how important it is to, to catch them while they're in elementary, because once they leave those gaps, they're, they're, they're almost impossible to close. So uh, we felt a few years back, Hey, we got to really put an emphasis in once we identify those kids. Okay. Now we know there's a gap. What are we going to do to fix it? And so uh, we put a math lab and a reading lab in, which at the beginning of the year we screen them, uh, and those kids that maybe they are good at math, but there's a couple of areas that Screener kind of identifies, OK, now they're good at math, but they did miss something right here. This objective is this just not there. And so once a kid goes to the math lab, those ladies focus on that objective. So that kid may only be in the lab for a couple of weeks and he may get out of there. And Now he's identified and and fixed that gap, whereas some kids, they may stay there all year because there's more gaps. So it, it's really helping, I think gonna improve the math department because they're working with those kids. And uh, the reading labs kind of set up the same way. Uh, we identify their reading deficiencies and then uh, we create a schedule. I create a schedule and we have those kids. They don't, they don't get pulled out of reading or none of the core classes, but they do go to the reading lab. Uh, some of them three times a week, some of them five times a week, uh, just depending on their deficiency. And uh, that's been working pretty good too. Uh, in fact, looking at last year's data, Um, our deficiency rate went down about 15 percent so just in one year I was impressed like oh well that's good man you know that that shows that it's working and so to me that's a an accomplishment to see and to put these things into place so those are just a couple of things that uh, we've accomplished over the last few years here in Grandfield.
0: Man I'm telling you you guys are doing real work man you know uh, if if you're a casual listener to our podcast uh, you may not uh, understand all the terms that were just used there. But let me tell you what he is describing here, Mr. Longoria. These folks are doing real work. Uh, they're, they're meeting these kids where they are. And, and perhaps you saw this in Grandfield, you know, the pandemic. It kind of like it made bigger the challenges that come with educating children, you know, like and, and, and so what he is describing is a fantastic way that schools can invest in getting our kids back to where they need to be, and then allowing them to accelerate, man, that is that is big time. I'm telling you, what, what we just heard there, if you have the rewind feature, I encourage you to walk that back and listen again, administrators. You know, a lot of uh, folks who listen to our podcast, I'll say this too, they're new uh, to the field, they're new to being a leader. Uh, what he just described is a fantastic way to go about the process of filling student gaps. So, uh kudos to you man that, that's big time that's appreciate big
1: time. it. yeah appreciate that and 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 it's it, the initial setup it, it's a lot of hard work but it's worth it i'm telling you because even the kids they buy into it they want to be part of that because they see it they, they feel and see the success you know when that light bulb clicks for some of our younger students and they're like man i'm getting this now you know then, right. then they encourage it. they want to be part of it they're like you know what i'm enjoying this let me go back in there and get some more so it's good stuff uh that was kind of on the elementary side. I just wanted, if I had just a minute, touch base on a couple Don't of things ahead. Yeah. that we've done yeah. at the high school side. Cause being district principal, I'm telling you, it's two different ball games, but I love it. I'm telling you, I wouldn't do it any other way. Uh, mm-hmm. but, um, one of the things that we did at the high school, actually this year, uh, we added an eighth period and, uh, shortened our bell transition. And the reason why we did that is because we wanted to offer more classes, but also because, uh, we, we, uh, started a tutorial enrichment period which is new and i thought that was pretty cool because you know as a teacher it's hard to want to come after school and do tutorials i mean we got we're busy we got lives we got children <laughs> uh, after you've been dealing with kids all day last thing you want to do is say okay let's 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 have some more fun for an hour after school you know you're you're ready to get out of here <laughs> ain't there nothing wrong with that you know there's nothing wrong with that but uh to help to help that problem so to speak because you know some of these kids they need that tutoring they need that extra one-on-one help and the teachers they need their time to go home and so we came up with a solution hey during the daytime we're going to have a tutorial period and uh, it's also an enrichment period so uh, those kids that don't need tutoring every week and it's a it's a it's a fun task i'll say the least i create a schedule every week and what i do is the teachers send me their request request of kids And let's say one of my math teachers want these kids one of my science teachers want these kids and I I put a a master schedule together and I send that out over the weekend and every single kid on campus knows where they're going to go for that whole week. And some of it's for tutorials and those who don't get it, they get what we call enrichment period, which is nice, too, because uh, I've seen the kids get motivated because they don't want to be pulled into tutoring. Uh, They rather go do the fun stuff. Uh, Just to give you an example. On the enrichment stuff, you know, we've opened it up to the public and say, hey, if there's anything you want to bring, here's our time frame, just let Mr. Longoria know, I will schedule it in. Uh, for example, just yesterday, the fire department, our local Grandfield fire department, they came in during our enrichment period, and we had the whole school there, and they talked about fire safety, they had all kinds of activities going on, it was it was pretty amazing. And then, you know, mm-hmm. we've had other people in the community, even myself, uh, I've told, Uh, some kids, hey, you want to learn how to frame? Okay. During the enrichment period in a couple weeks, I'm going to bring some of my tools up here and I'm going to show some of you guys how to use them. Uh, We've had people from the community come out and say, I'll show kids how to change tires, how to cook. There's just tons of stuff out there that uh, it gets community buy-in, but also it gets the kids to buy-in because uh, they enjoy that period. So uh, those kids get a taste of uh, having some experiences that they may not have gotten somewhere else, but At the same time, we do focus in on tutorials. And so those kids who need that extra help, uh, they're certainly getting it. So that was just one of the things that I think has been a good accomplishment here at Grandfield at the high school level.
0: Well, I got to tell you, man... uh... I don't know if anybody could hear me squeaking around in my chair while you were talking, but uh, I'm trying to get note taking materials together because that is a fantastic idea. We do a similar thing here in our district, but uh, I like your methods, man, uh, even more so. That's beautiful. Uh, And I think uh, what a valuable way, as you said, to bring uh, uh, the community into the school. Right. Uh, Oftentimes we struggle with the whole idea of like, oh, well, let's have a spaghetti dinner as the way to get the community into the school. But no, 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 that is a far more effective method. Uh, what a what a beautiful uh, opportunity for your students. Man, you guys were big time. I'm just telling you, big time stuff down there in Grandfield, man.
1: We got, we're we trying, man. We got a ways to go, but that that's my mindset is we never stop growing. Even as administrators, we keep learning, and we keep trying to do what's best for the kids, you know? Absolutely, absolutely.
0: So let me ask you, man, as you look back on your time there, uh, as a teacher, as, a, as an administrator there uh, in this small community of Grandfield, Oklahoma, again, visiting with Romero Longoria, pre-K to 12 principal, Grandfield Public Schools, my guy, oh my goodness, he's, he's doing real work, doing real work, making real change. Uh, he may not have been on the Today Show or Good Morning America, but let me tell you, this guy is doing the work. So let me ask you, highlights. Are there any highlights you can think of so far in your career uh, down as the uh, as a teacher or as the principal there in Grandfield?
1: Man, there's uh, there's so many of them, you know, being in the business long enough, uh, sometimes you forget like, oh, man, it just bring back a random memory. And it's something really amazing, really cool. So that's just one of the things that I really appreciate about our businesses. Uh, these kids, they bring so much excitement and joy to our lives. Uh, so many memories, and sometimes we don't even realize the, the impact we put on our young ones. Uh, you know, we we have those relationships, of course, with certain kids, but then there's other students, you don't even realize that you've impacted them until years later, they come and tell you, hey, Mr. Longoria, do you remember this? And I'm like, what? No, don't, man, help me out. And so sometimes we don't even realize how we touch these young ones' lives until they come and tell us, uh, just to help you appreciate some of the things that uh, I appreciate about being here is, you know, being in this district uh, for over a decade. You know, now I'm starting to get old because I had some of these kids in elementary and now I see their little babies, their babies in pre K and kindergarten. And, Absolutely. and it, it makes me laugh because I was like, man, I never thought I'd be here this long to, to where I'm starting to see my babies have babies, you know. And I was like, it's pretty neat to see that because obviously that trust is there. I've known them for a long time and, and those parents knew me as a teacher and they knew my fair fairness and consistency. So they don't even question the things that I do. They're like, Hey, if Mr. Longoria said, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Cause they, they've known me for such a long time. And I've built that trust and relationship with them. And, uh, I had a, a parent the other day asked me, it was one of my kids that I had in sixth grade and I forgot about this. And so she, she was like, Hey, Mr. Longoria, do you still have the minion run? And I said, the minion run, I said, no, no, I don't. I, I did that one year while. She said, what? You got to bring that back, Mr. L. Uh, they call me Mr. L for short. I said, why? She's like, that was like, that's why I learned math. I hated math. And I'll tell you about it in a second. But she said, you got to bring the minion run back because that was the only reason that I enjoyed coming to school. And that was the only reason I enjoyed. And I picked up math. She said, I hated math. And after that, it became my favorite subject. And and she said, I still use it to this day, the math, you know, my profession, now, me. she's in the medical field now. She says, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do it without the math. So just to give you a little uh, rundown of what the minion run was, and I'll tell you the motivation for why I did it. And thankfully my old superintendent has gone because she'd be like, boy, what would you, uh, she had us. <laughs> the, she, she, it was kind of a, a win-win for me. But one of her requirements at the time was as a teacher, we had a bulletin board outside our classroom. And every month the teachers put different things on the bulletin board and, and which was good. I, I love it. I, I probably should have done it, but I was trying to, think outside the box. I said, man, what if I put like a board game on my bulletin board? Then I won't have to change it every month because it's going to be my one and done. So that was my motivation behind it. I know it's not right, but uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to put all this time into one bulletin board. I'm going to say, look, I don't want to take it down because it's my game and, you know, so that was the motive behind it, but it ended up working because I did spend some time. uh, What it was, I created this little minion run game and uh, each of my students had a little minion and I made this maze and it had numbers one through 40 or whatever it was and so every morning I did a bell assignment it was math and uh, I would write those questions I would tell the kids hey this is a level one level two level three depth of knowledge so the harder the question the more points it was worth and so I would tell the kids and they would look at their minion board every morning because they knew what they needed and I said hey this is a level three this is worth a lot and so some of those kids who wouldn't tried they really tried on that problem because they ain't like man i need that three because i had it i had my my game set up but don't tell the kids but i had it set up for them to to experience failure from time to time so that when they got to the middle of the game they would hit the little water it would take them back to the beginning you know just i had a bunch of little things set in there to keep them (laughs) busy but uh it was it was pretty good deal because every morning the kids look forward to it. i didn't have problems with attendance because they wanted to be there first thing in the morning because that was how I started my day off. And so oh, wow. attendance-wise, the kids that I wasn't getting there were there early. They were like, man, I got to be there. The minion run's about to take off. And that was our first assignment when you came in. And we we didn't spend that much time on it, 10 minutes a day. We'd work it out together. They'd move their minions, boom, boom. And uh the kids really enjoyed it. And I use it as a review too when we got ready for state tests. That was kind of our incentive. Okay. And if they ever finished it, they got a prize. And what was good about it is sometimes throughout the year, some of those kids have already gone to it two or three times. So it wasn't like the kids, like, well, I'm only on 12, well, I'm 24. Well, that's probably his third time there. You know, there was, as a year went by, they kind of lost, okay, who, how, who's gone around so many times because eventually they all got there. Now, some of them got there several more times, but eventually they all got there and it became a fun deal. And after that year, I took it down. And I guess it's time to bring it back because the parent reminded me, like, Mr. L. That was the highlight of my, my sixth grade career. I loved it. So I guess I'm going to have to bring it back one more time.
0: Oh, I am here for the minion run. I think you need to uh, – I think you need to copyright that because you may start seeing that pop up on Teachers Pay Teachers or something. I know, man. man it was awesome, dude.
1: <laughs> and, I, and I'll be honest with you, man. I My wife did all the work. I ain't going to lie. She <laughs> – I'm not that creative when it comes to things, so I had some hands in it, but I'll take the glory. Why <laughs> I surprised?
0: I'm not surprised. My wife uh, did all the work. He said that is fantastic. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, visiting with Mr. Ramiro Longoria, Mr. L. Right, I'm Mr. Sir. B, so I can relate to that. Mr. Right. L. Uh, down in Grandfield, Pre-K through 12, principal there in Grandfield. What a nice conversation we've had so far about the amazing work happening in that school district. So, Mr. L, I want to ask you, man, future goals that you may have. Future goals, you, you sounds like you've done so much uh, contributing to the success of students there in Grandfield. Uh, what
1: future goals do you have for your school? Well, as we mentioned in the beginning, I, I really feel that we never stop learning. Uh and so as an administrator, I I take that very seriously as well. I feel like I'm still learning. I got a lot uh of things accomplished, but I also think that I have a lot of things to to get accomplished and to learn. Um to give you an example, even education-wise, uh right now I'm in a lead to, to succeed cohort. I'm not sure if you've heard about that, but uh it, it just adds an endorsement, but I'm not doing it for that. Uh, I'm actually doing it cause I want to learn to be an effective leader. You know, we're here with some of the great minds of Oklahoma in that cohort. And, uh, I'm only two months in and I've learned so many things from them. I was like, wow, I mean, I'm doing that great, but man, I never even thought about doing this as a leader. And so, uh, that I took that class because I wanted to be a better leader. Uh, I, I felt like i never done growing, and so I really enjoyed it, and it's a 15-month class, so it's an investment, you know, I'm putting in time, and I'm already an administrator, but this is going to help me be a more effective administrator, so um, I- I'm really proud of that, because I think the students know, like, hey, mister, where you going to be, Hey, I got to go do some training, like, what, you still in school, and so, yeah, you never stop learning, you got to keep learning no matter what, no matter what position you're in, no matter what field you're in, you, you always pr- improve and progress, and so I'm trying to instill that in my high school kids, because they see that's one of the things that uh, I'm looking forward to finishing because I've learned quite a bit already. Uh, and ultimately, yeah, I want to be a superintendent. That's one of my next goals. So all the work that I'm putting in now I want to take to the next level. So uh, yeah, I just want to continue to learn, continue to help our kids, uh, continue to touch them. Uh, I think educator and as administrator, that's our ultimate goal. Our ultimate goal in the future is to touch those kids, to hear those stories. Hey, they come back to his years later and say, hey, look, this is what you did. Um, I'll share one with you briefly that uh, really touched my heart. Last year, I had a kid, uh, and I won't say names, but, you know, he, he struggled. He he was in and out of school, and I finally sat down with him and said, hey, man, let's get you done. You're going to need that paper. You're going to want to get it done, and I promise you'll thank me later. I said, right now you may feel like, oh, I don't need it. You know, he just he just didn't want to be here. I said, I've been there, man. I've been one of them students. I know uh, but let me help you. I said, let me help you get through this. I said, we'll get you going and I promise we'll, we'll, we'll get you out of here and, and get you what you need. And, and he bought in, he finally bought in. And so, uh, he was set to graduate cause he was behind. He was about a year and a half, two years behind. And we got him on a, a program, an Odysseyware program, credit recovery. He put in the work, I put in the work and he was set to graduate. Uh, unfortunately he passed away right before graduation. Yeah. Uh broke my heart, man, sad deal, because uh, I know he he really wanted it to better himself. And, uh, you know, during graduation, we had a seat for him and all that. But afterwards, the the family came to me and they're like, man, Mr. L, he, he really loved you. He he bought into you and we know he's not here, but, you know, he, he experienced success with you. And he he wouldn't have had that opportunity if you didn't put the time and effort. Uh, so that touched my heart knowing that, hey, he did really care. Uh, In fact, his parents said, I mean, he talked about you all the time, man. You were like a father to him. And so uh, sometimes we touch these kids' lives and we don't realize it. And so ultimately my goal is to to continue to do that, be there for those kids, uh, because we don't know what they're going through or uh, what they've accomplished already. So uh, sometimes as administrators, as teachers, we just want to continue to do that because some small thing that we do may have a drastic effect on their life so that's my goal ultimately is to continue to touch these kids lives and continue to help them in their education process
0: beautiful wow i didn't, I didn't know you was gonna make me ugly cry now I'm, I'm happy this is a podcast i mean my gosh man you know what a beautiful story mr l like yeah i think about this uh philosophy that that I champion anytime I'll, any group of people will let me talk to them I want to discuss this TLC philosophy and and I hear your heart come through and your comments man and I'm telling you this is what TLC looks like folks this is happening every day across our schools Uh, don't believe the hype you're hearing that schools are all bad or whatever like that's not the case we have people just like Mr. Longoria doing the work Uh, beautiful beautiful perspective thank you so much for being with us today Mr. Yeah man appreciate the
1: invite yes sir anytime look forward to hopefully doing it again someday
0: Absolutely, man. I'd love to have you back. I can't do it too much with you because then everybody's gonna be like, well, hey, how come you can and won't just shut up and let this guy take over? Okay, we want <laughs> this guy all nah. the time. Nah. <laughs> we'll
1: have to tag one delight day. To have
0: you. What a delight to have you, man. We really appreciate your time again. Ramiro Longoria, pre-K through 12 principal down at Grandfield. Hey, this is the student success it's as easy as tlc podcast we're very excited about this opportunity to share another perspective on education uh, and recognize those who are doing real work f- for the benefit of our kids we have we hope everybody uh has a great day thank you for letting uh, mr l and i be a part of your day and we'll talk to you soon
1: see you guys